a Radio 191 FM podcast. That is Astarangu with Skip on track one, and you're listening to the Cosmic Thursday Drive. Uh, and it's a very, very special Cosmic Thursday Drive because we are in for a, uh, a world premiere, as it were. Uh, we're joined by Richard and Angus of Astarangu. How are you two going? Very well, thanks. Kia ora. Yeah, doing great. Doing great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Now, um, this is great because, uh, uh, Richard, you've, you've actually been on... Oh, sorry, Angus. He's looking you, at you've me, been on radio yes. Richard. You know, you know. <laughs> um, you, you've been on Radio, radio 1 before. You've, uh, you know, this is not your first time in the booth. I think we've actually both. I mean, Richard used to... This isn't your first radio. You, you, Richard used to jump on for the local years yeah, ago. Yeah, that was... Oh. Even years before that. So even years before I that. Did the We're both seasoned, seasoned radio veterans. people. We might end up interviewing you. Oh, well, Alex and I. <laughs> That's great because we didn't do any research. Oh, God, all right. The truth no, comes out. Just kidding. The veil has fallen. <laughs> so, so we're here for a world premiere of your new track, Nico, which uh, I, f- I follow you on uh, social media, on Instagram, in fact. And wow. I two weeks ago, I think it was, or a week and a half, there was some uh, very vague posts about oh, filming at the beach for this, this mm. new video. Mm-hmm. Very impressive that the turnaround, <laughs> is, it's getting released tomorrow. So congratulations mm. on that. Was it a bit of a, a rush to get that done? Um, well, yeah. There were, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, I require a lot of management, <laughs> um, particularly from Angus. That's, so. my, that's my main role in this band, is, to, <laughs> yeah. is, is Richard's management. So he sees how far away things need to be done and then works backwards and go, how can I, you know politely nudge Rich towards an <laughs> appropriate time to carry this out. You know, life is busy and you realise there's only so many windows in which you can do things, especially mm. when people were in so many bands and have so many other commitments. So mm. we found the window, we prayed for good weather. Didn't I, get it. I, <laughs> I, made some, I made some plans and uh, we managed to get it all done. And, and Excellent. The whole, the whole concept of the video sort of banked on the fact that we would only have like two or three hours to get it done. Brilliant. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm. And when you do have, like, there comes to a point when you realise everyone's got their own lives to lead, so you can't commit everything to making this perfect video. Do you you take that uh, into consideration when you're like, okay, this isn't going to be perfect, we'll just do the best we have with this three hours? Yep. That's basically, the the whole concept for this video, I knew it would lend well to not getting things perfect mm. and also being able to do it very quickly yeah so that was kind of the main one of the main motivators behind this concept was yeah. to just be able to do it really quickly and with no money yeah and the, bu- <laughs> yeah, the budget thing is really important if you have a good concept then you can you can make something work with limited or no budget mm. like I mean the first video that we did for I Dream was Angus going through all this footage from old Superman cartoons from the 50s which were all out of creative commons yeah so it's the idea that you don't need money for that you just yeah. need time and a concept and we can build it together yeah. so brilliant yeah yeah I, and I guess like when uh, bands create something and it's not perfect there's a little bit uh, for lack of a bit you know it's a, it's a little bit it's it's homegrown it's yeah it's homegrown it's, 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 uh, it's grassroots it's, yeah it's grassroots yeah. it's like wow that's it's very homely I, I really appreciate that you know I think it kind of um, it kind of lends itself to you kind of end up generating better content if you don't if you can't throw heaps of money at it, because mm. you have to really, you have to really make what you can spend, or or, or the, the resources that you have, you have to make them really work for you. Yeah, and, and so you, you have to be innovative rather than just being able to sh- sh- throw heaps of money at it. And that's yeah. why you see it with like really generally generalizing with with really really big bands that are super rich. On, mm. on a lot of the time, stuff starts to suck because it's they just, just it's they just, just assume that if you can put more money towards it, then it's, it's going to be, be better. But yeah. it's not. Like at the end of the day, like no one really wants to watch a, a video of just like a 
a band playing with really crisp, lip-syncing, yeah, lip-syncing exactly. crisp footage. It's like, oh, we get it. You're 660, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just Shane has it. been thrown, and we're only two, three minutes into this interview. <laughs> yeah. Twitter beef continues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun to start, man. We should get I know. We would never win. I had an old English lecturer that said, without constraint, there can be no creativity. Exactly. And so I think that encapsulates... Not only, not uh, what this music video is about as well, and uh, like your music and like how it is, you know, there is that constraint there, and then it really does show quite well yeah. with the creativeness. Your ideas have to be the the, the things that, mm. that win. Yeah, I always liked that constraint idea. It's like I think Jack White, of the White Stripes, always saw that if there was a break in between, he had two mic stands set up, one by the drums and mm. one in front of stage, and if it took him five steps to get it in between a certain guitar part, then he would put it six steps away. Just so that it would force him to to be always rushed. Yeah, and I love that mm. constraint and the way you you wow. have to impose challenge on yourself to get the best out of yourself. That's yeah. I didn't know that. There, yeah. There's a that, but that's a great thing, right? Because sometimes when you when you are rushed and you oh wow, yeah. I'm learning that's, a lot. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, like, I guess it's a way to avoid slipping into routine with mm. with in, I guess with that specific example with performance. Mm. It's like if you I've always thought that if you aren't no matter how many times you've played, if you're not like a little bit nervous or have a little bit of um, adrenaline pumping, then you're not you're not going to perform as to well because you just best, don't yeah. you just don't care. You don't care. You, yeah. You're yeah. you're so comfortable that you're not putting as much energy or thought mm. into it, so you're just going to slip. Yeah. Well, speaking of live performances, Astarangu is one of the most fun bands to watch oh. live. Even if even if there's no, uh, if I was deaf no and I couldn't hear anything, <laughs> you are just to watch. You are so 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 fun. Like Richard, you've got this frantic look on your face. You're <laughs> dripping with sweat. Trying to keep his glasses um, on his face. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> Your drummer, holy hell! Yeah. I could watch him. Josh is amazing. Josh, wow. Yeah, we probably get the most comments about him. Yeah, he's just, just always the, got this big grin on his yeah. face. He loves what he does. I mean, Maniacally positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just crushing just it, crushing like, it the whole oh, time. It's yeah. so great. Your uh, your tour. If people didn't know, shame on you. But uh, <laughs> uh, um, Astarangu was born of males, which was uh, Dunedin's largest band back in. So, that's, that's, yeah. that's hard rates. I'd, I'd, I'd say back in 2015, that in era. Some, in some circles. Um, and yeah, in the Radio 1 circles, I think oh, that's yeah, a fair comment. Yeah. But you had your tour earlier in the year where it was uh, the I Dream single release tour, but you also played a set at the start of the show as males. And that was that is such a cool uh, concept because I guess you were the only original member from yeah. males, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. Was it fun getting... Uh, getting all those old songs out that you might, mightn't have played for years out of the closet and dusting them off totally because uh, when males went on hiatus I, I don't think any of us imagined it, it coming back but mm. I felt like it, the way that it finished didn't really give me a sense of closure and I thought the launch of this project or the relaunch of this project yeah. after coming back for the UK it would be a perfect time just to play those songs also introduces people who w- were interested in males or around mm. at the time to have that connection between then and now. Yeah. Um, so it was good for me, but hopefully it was... I mean, there was a bunch of kids there that were under 18... Yes, when, that was um, awesome. ...when males were around, so they could actually finally see males play live, yeah. which, which was wonderful. So I, oh. I, I loved that part of it as well. I remember yeah. t- uh, talking to my mate, trying to convince him to come to the gig, and um, he was like, oh, I'll just see them next time. I was like, dude, it's no, well, May. This time. is the not last next time. time. <laughs> like, oh, it was so frustrating. Um so, uh, speaking of I Dream, your single you released earlier in the year, that is awesome, awesome uh, single. Uh, this song, Nico, is also uh, wonderful. What is on the horizon? So, 
So these these two singles are kind of standalone. Um, I think it had been a while since we'd released something. So um, mm. myself and Josh made the EP back in 2017, Plasticine. And so it was good to get a couple of singles out there just to show the breadth of what Astarangu's music is. Mm. Um, and so now that those two singles are out, we're going to continue. I've been in the process of writing and we're going to continue to refine that and have yeah. an album out hopefully early next year. Mm. That's that's kind of the, the, the timeline at this stage. We've got the first single of it. Um, will be Tuzuma, which is something we got funding for recently. So mm. that's kind of the main project that we'll kind of um, aim to have out um, this next half of the year. Wonderful. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, uh, and just another side note, there is a single Catacombs, which you've got. It only exists digi- digi- digitally for the public uh, as a live-to-air from Radio Control in uh, P Naughty. That is such an electric uh, track, so I really hope that that makes it to the album. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we were actually talking about that only existing in that form and oh, really? just being done with it. Oh, yeah, wow. but, um We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it yeah. goes. I've, I've, you're now the second person who's been like, mm, that should make it. So, well, yeah, the, at least the opening see. riff. I mean, I, I always get to a point where I just rip, rip songs apart and then try and rewrite them and see if you can mm. turn a turn a the top part of the song whether it's the chorus or otherwise into the bottom part of a new song and yep. try and see if you can stack it up further so, oh, cool. yeah, so that might be reimagined so well, I, I, hopefully the part you like will still remain <laughs> yeah. well I mean just yeah I, I mean you know anything anything's good you know that, um, but I, I love how um, when you record a song and then you take it to playing it live they can transform and you can go like oh actually you know I'm not so flash mm-hmm. on where this goes, but I want to keep this like refrain or this riff and mm-hmm. change some it of the something. songs oh. that we some of the songs that we have um, taken, like the songs that we play live from the 27 the 2017 EP, are completely different to what they sound mm. like. <coughs> excuse me, what they sound like on the on the EP now, like mm-hmm. the um, world's different. What yeah. is that? Which one is it? Uh, so we play. <coughs> or oh, skip on track one. Is which change the one, the one yeah. you just played then? Yeah, it's about it's like five times faster now. Yeah, and mm. so it just that just has just changed it. Yeah, different chorus. Yeah, yeah, faster. It seems a little bit laboured now. But they do constantly. They do constantly evolve. It's yeah. interesting, right? Because when it's you nice. first write a song like that, you're like, "This is quick." You get used to that. Mm. You end up playing it quicker, and you listen to an older version, you're like, what, "What were we thinking playing it at that tempo?" Oh no, it's the biggest thing is that you always uh, any any note to any songwriters, make sure you know the BPM you like before you go into <laughs> songs. Because you always go in there and you be like, "Oh yeah, that sounds about right." Like no one's singing anything. You've only got two members of the band <laughs> recording it, and you're like, "Oh, that sounds fine." And then you go to record the vocals about after doing all the layers it takes. Uh, you're like, "No, nope, it's too slow." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we do it about it? Can we start it again? Oh, well. I guess that's it. We only paid for three hours of studio time, so uh, I guess that's what it's going to be. Funnily enough, we are now trying to pull everything back because we've gone from taking these like quite slow songs and made them really, really fast, and now with the new stuff, we're trying to like pull everything back mm. yeah. and like pull back the kind of intensity as well, so that when so it has a lot of Astrangu songs are very like all on mm. at once. So we're now trying to find the dynamic that makes it makes songs have a better high and low kind mm. of contrast. It's an ongoing challenge because we just like playing loud. Yeah, loud yeah. and fast is so fun and to yeah, do. It's, it's but it's hard to you... get Josh to slow down as well. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> but it's when you get that contrast, when you when you hit that on the head, it's like ah, oh, yeah, this is actually so so good. Yeah, it's got to almost feel at its low points, kind of uncomfortably quiet. Yeah, like no, like we're not actually doing anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I exactly. think we were pretty, get some yeah. get some space in there. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. Some yeah, negative space. Some negative That's space. That's right. Yeah. Um, and I guess uh, we've been we haven't really talked about the actual single itself that much. So can you tell us a little bit about Nico? How it was uh, 
its inception, um, the journey that its musical journey that it's gone on to get to the point that it is now. Sure. So I mean, that song was written just like I Dream quite a while ago. I think maybe 2016, 2017. I wrote the first version of the of the chorus, mm-hmm. and so it's one of those things that I just bank it and put it in a Google Drive, and then maybe listen to it like 20 times over the three <laughs> years and go. Yeah, it's all right. Um, and then uh, one day there'll be another part that comes up and you can marry it together. So that's definitely where that came. That's, that was the um, the genesis of that idea. But it was, I guess the lyrics of it, I was obsessed with what I was at the time, which mm. was going like 25, 26 and thinking about the adjustment from um, being adolescent to being an adult. Yeah. Um, yeah, inverted, inverted, commas, inverted commas, commas put in there um, uh, <laughs> for the radio audience. Um, yeah, and so it's the idea of maturity, but also nostalgia. So thinking about what what you uh, considered yourself to be, or you perceived you would be mm. at this age, and then just the realities of that, and trying to make peace with that. So I think a lot of the songs that were around that first EP and these ones were about that idea, but mm. where I want to go lyrically is slightly different. So these two songs, the standalone singles, kind of seal the deal cool. of that kind of period of. Of I like existential that. angst, I like so to they're, speak. They're kind of uh, connected uh, thematically. That's yeah. great. It must be great closure. <laughs> it is. Well, and this this is actually probably the most mousy that Astarangu will ever sound because it's it's a lot more poppy, a lot more earwormy. Mm. So it's nice to kind of have a song that sh- reflects that, but yeah. as kind of like an end of that. Don't get used to it. Don't get used to it. Yeah, it's all going to be just cha- chainsaw music. <laughs> he's, just ripping, he's just ripping the rug under, uh, out from everyone. Just <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah. don't get too comfortable, hey, fans. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. like males? Well, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> like a song you're going to hum along to? <laughs> Delete no. the back catalogue off Spotify. That's it. Well, Richard and Angus, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, we really appreciate it. Um, and we are absolutely honoured, and I, I'm not taking the piss here, like, absolutely honoured that we could be part of the world premiere oh, well, for uh, this song, Nico. It's out tomorrow. So you can check it out on anywhere you get music. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to YouTube, check out the music video. Uh, but yeah, once again, thank you so much. For Thanks for having us. Having yeah, for coming on. Cheers, cheers, guys. Here you go. This is uh, Astarangu with Nico. If you just tuned in halfway through that interview, it'll be podcasted, and you can listen to it where you get podcasts. If you want to listen to the song again from tomorrow after your second coffee, it'll be online. Keep it locked on ninety one FM. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.